0: Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler.
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: Graham. The
1: force is strong.
0: And Stephen. You cannot be serious. Let's get started.
1: Hey everybody welcome into the gaming hub this is episode number 161 I'm your host Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us and I'm joined as always by our two co-hosts let's start with Steven how are you today? Doing pretty good doing pretty good I got
2: a I got a chance to review a game. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um but also I did hint at it last week. Um I did go last week so it was right the day before our podcast but I couldn't talk about it because it's not open to the public until the thirty first which is tomorrow from the night we're recording. But by the time this goes out uh you it'll be open to the public so now i can talk about it and that was i went to galaxy's edge in star wars so i wanted to uh you know talk about that a little bit and how awesome of an experience that was so i will say like uh i I get the you know text from my buddy offering to go uh about like three or four hours right um before it actually like was gonna happen and so I'm like, you know, cool, 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 cool. Uh, that sounds great, of course. So naturally it starts, like, pouring rain, right, on the drive to Disneyland um, to pick him up. And, and it's, like, pouring, and then it starts lightning and thunder, and I'm like, this don't care. I don't care. This is not going to ruin, you know, Star Wars land. So, you know, we, we go in, and we are – we're hanging out in, in Disneyland, right? And it's like pouring rain and we have to go get the tickets. And then we finally get into the Star Wars lane and like the rain's, like literally as we're walking in, the rain just stops and like the sun starts coming out
0: and, and we're
2: like, oh. that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> and you go in and you see like an X-Wing and, and a, oh, I think it's the Y-Wing, the bomber. Um, and then you like keep walking and oh, it's just an amazing, it like looks exactly like you're in like a Star Wars film. Now, the world, it's not, it's not a planet from the movies. It's, like, its own outer world system. But it's, like, everything in it is super designed for, like, Star Wars. You don't feel like you're Like, I didn't feel like I was in Disneyland the entire time I was in there. Like, I kept forgetting I was in Disneyland. I was, like – I was in this own little Star Wars world. It was phenomenal. Like, we checked out the cantina, um, which, you know, you could buy drinks and and some stuff from. Very – expensive drinks but they they're all like flavored and themed like something like the blue milk
1: is there right uh
2: not in the cantina but there is the blue milk and i did try that and that's it's interesting it's very creamy and it doesn't match the flavor of it uh but it's it's good it's good but no the cantina is like the bar right and it um repurposed one of the robots from star tours from the old Star Tours, if anyone knows who's been to Disneyland, remembers. Um, and he's like the DJ, and it's pretty cool. But like the the best part of it is, once the rain stopped and like things started to dry, you, the characters started coming out, and you have like a bunch of stormtroopers like walking around there, and Kylo supposedly walks around. Unfortunately, he wasn't there, but I did see Ray, and I did see. There's another new Resistance character that's strictly like made for that land, but they. They all like they interact with the guests. Like the the stormtroopers, like will pull you out of line to like arrest you and stuff. It's but you get your spot back. But it's like you know <laughs> you feel like you're in like an outer world system, right? And even the even the um, theme park like workers, the Disneyland workers that like man everything. They all like they don't say like good morning and stuff. They say like uh, the a new moon rises or something like that. I can't even remember. Uh, But they say stuff like that, and the idea is like you piece the story together after, you know, all the fans get, you know, and you can ask all the characters what they're doing and stuff. It's really, really awesome. And finally, I did get to check out the ride, the Smuggler's Run, where you get to fly the Millennium Falcon. I got to fly the Millennium Falcon. I got to put that into um, Lightspeed, so that was pretty cool. The ride's actually interactive. So you have to – you have. Two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers, and they all have to do stuff. You can fail the mission and fail the ride if you're not, like, working together or whatever. It's not super
3: stressful. Did you fail?
2: No, no, we passed, of course. I'm
3: I'm
2: an ace pilot over here. Come on.
3: For X-Wings? No, yeah, Millennium
2: Falcon. Millennium Falcon.
1: Did you do the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs?
2: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. I did it in less than 10 parsecs, so. Yeah, all right. Because I'm better (laughs) Then so
1: Solo. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's anyone. I would wait uh, if I was you guys and you're interested in, in coming to check it out. Like, wait a little bit. It's going to get super crowded over the next, like, three, four months. But it's definitely worth a trip. You can spend hours in that land. Um, even without the rides, Just so much to look at. There's props from the movies. They have, the like, the Millennium Falcon, like a life-size version of it. They have a life-size version of Kylo's spaceship. Um and the X Wing. It's just a bunch of really awesome stuff. Like the Imagineers at Disneyland, like massive props to them. They did a phenomenal job in the look and feel of it. Like everything about it. They even have like a sound system where you know you're walking and then it sounds like a spaceship's flying over your head. That's how good like the audio and stuff is. It's great. Well, like cool. cannot wait. I, mm-hmm. I Tyler's a huge Disney fan. I told him next year for E three, assuming that's fan, not Star Disney. But yeah. Uh yeah, Star Wars fan. I mean I like I, Disney,
1: but
2: yeah. Um <laughs> I told him that he is coming. We're going next c three to Disneyland just so we can go check it out. Yeah, Disney. I'm probably going to
1: come down early next year just to have an extra day or so to go do that, and hopefully it doesn't rain. You better bring some some monies because you can.
2: You're gonna. You want to spend a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. on You.
3: So it, right. does it cover like every movie, like even like uh, Rogue Rogue Squadron? You mean Rogue One? Rogue One. I keep getting mixed up with the No, games. it's yes, its own Rogue thing. One.
2: It's not, it has nothing to do with the movies. Now there's props and stuff from but, all the
0: movies.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and like, and there's one shot, like there's one, one of the shops in the middle of the land is like amazing when it comes to props. They have like tauntaun heads, Um. you know,
1: framed on the wall and stuff. It's really cool.
2: Uh, but it's it's its own thing. It's not. It has so, a, it doesn't yeah. copy a movie.
1: There's probably things that are like callbacks. Like you'll recognize
3: things, right? Yes, like certain so elements. Many Easter
2: eggs throughout right. those, throughout the park. Yeah, and... see when
3: the favorite character is Jar Jar Binks.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Disneyland did us dirty and did not include a Jar Jar character walking around.
1: Uh, um, imagine the outrage that'll come from that.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: so that's awesome though that you got to go and. Yeah, you know, I can't. Awesome. I can't wait to go see it. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really great! Can't.
2: If you if you're in the SoCal area and you're you're um you you've already like booked your time to go, like let us know because I would love to hear what your thoughts are. But it's it's well worth it. Uh, well, well worth it for any Star Wars fan. All
1: right, so Stephen, now before we before we move on to Graham here, you did have one other bit of good news this week that. We yes. got you booked at E3 to see one thing in particular that I know you're super looking forward to.
0: Yes.
2: Animal Crossing?
3: <laughs> what?
2: You got Animal Crossing? <laughs> no, I, I did get booked to go see Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. Um, unfortunately, it's not a demo and they can't record anything, and I'll yep. probably be under embargo. But as soon as that's lifted, mm-hmm. I will tell you all about it and how awesome it was. Yep. I'm excited. So It'll
1: probably be the type of thing where around August-ish, I think, is when they did it last year, right? Kind of put it out there for everybody. Yes. So. It might
2: be you know, quicker, but.
1: Yeah, it might be quicker. But, yeah, it's awesome that you get to go to that. I might be going as well. We'll see. And then Graham might be getting, like, the super awesome treatment with Nintendo. We're waiting. We're still trying to work that out. The Super Nintendo treatment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But uh, but yeah, that would be really cool. And I think we'd be able to get a really cool look into Nintendo's booth if if we can make that happen. We're just kind of trading emails, trying to work out times and whatnot for that right now. So really excited about what we have planned for E3. Uh, I wish we could put up our, our calendar for you to see here on stream because to, if you guys saw how booked we are, with appointments and interviews and stuff. I, I think you'll be pretty happy with what you're looking forward to content wise from us here in the next couple of weeks. So we're looking forward to it. We're really excited. One week from tomorrow, we'll all be sitting next to each other doing episode 162, and, and do any three predictions. So that's going to be awesome. We're looking forward to that.
3: Yes. All right. Graham, how are you this week? Yes. Uh, I am doing quite well. I, I, just been spending most of my time on one game only. I think I talked about it on the last show, and I'm still working my way through it, and that is Kerbal space program. And it's, now it's getting to the point where it's getting really hard and really technical. But as you progress to the next step, like I feel like a sense of accomplishment. Like I haven't seen any achievements pop yet, which I'm okay with. Because I've been enjoying the game. I haven't landed on the moon yet. That's the part I'm working on. I haven't played for a couple days because I had hockey and stuff like that. But I'm hoping to get back to it. But the game is so much fun. And I just can't wait to actually get into the campaign of it. And just see how much other stuff there is and how far. Like I feel like this is a game that I might put a lot of time and a lot of hours into it. Visually, it looks looks awesome. Like, you can zoom in on the ship, and you can, like, see around planets and stuff like that. So it definitely gets me excited for, like, especially make me thinking back to, like, Mass Effect, where um, you know, drive around this little RC car around on the planets. So other than that, I haven't been playing a lot. Um, but I've been good keeping busy at work and stuff like that and uh, hoping to get into KSP. And as we're, like, doing a little research on... Uh, e3 and stuff like that i'm definitely getting excited i've watched some trailers on games that we know is coming out and just getting little information stuff like that but it's an exciting time to be in video games and i can't wait for just over seven days eight days to be exact that uh, be in la and get begin to experience and my head's probably just going to explode and then eight days from
1: right now you'll have had in and out for the first time already
3: Yes. And according to you two, it's gonna be phenomenal, amazing. I know there's some haters out there, not gonna say who mm-hmm. says that's crap and there's better stuff out there. Well
1: they're they're just flat out incorrect. And yeah. wrong. And mostly just, you know, I think jealous that it's not right where they live. So yeah. Steven also eight days from right now, you and I will have tried ketchup chips for the first time. It's true. Yeah, so
2: also mm-hmm. we're um eight days from now we might be regretting doing a certain something tease tease for you guys yep. but you're gonna want to be tuning in because
1: <laughs> we all might be struggling with something and I'll leave it at that and one only other thing i'm gonna add to that is we need you guys to submit some good questions for next week because that is very much tied to this
2: yes questions the better question or the yeah. harder and more thought-provoking questions the better yes um It's going to be fun. Graham, real quick though, was there anything you wanted to say about KSP? (laughs) Anything else?
3: (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Steven was helping me, and I appreciate your help, Steven, because Steven is really good at the game, really smart. Uh, he could be the best person I've ever seen and play the game, which I didn't even see oh, play I'm the terrible. game. I'm
1: not even And I was, I idea. was in party for the whole yeah. thing, listening to all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was I've never heard the word here.
3: like periapsis, periapsis so many times in <laughs> one conversation Appleapsis. in my life. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but Steven sometimes he'd be like, assume that I'd be caught up to him. And he's like, yeah, I'm under this now. And I'm like, no, no, you got to come back and help me. But uh, he was, he was helpful. And he was mm-hmm. the reason that, I got through it. He didn't help me on the next step or the next step. He just kind of abandoned me. And I think he tried it and he couldn't land on the moon. So then he just mm-hmm. went off and did his own thing because he's no, like, I, "I
2: tried to land on the moon with my own ship that I made, and I made it too top-heavy, so pain in the butt." He's like, uh, "I
3: don't have to prove myself to you." So he's like, "I'm just gonna go do my own thing." So I'm like, "That's cool." No,
2: I was doing, I was doing the campaign, Graham.
3: But thank you, Stephen. Welcome. I'm here for you. <laughs> are, you
0: sure, that are, you,
2: to... are you sure about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> no <so>. um <laughs> just, yeah just kidding. anything else Graham
3: uh no but I'm seeing some uh reassurance about In-N-Out being amazing so uh it is so they're not leading me down the wrong path All I'll right, tell I, you
1: I had Culver's that. today for the first time in whew, uh, well over a year and man it's just as good as I remembered it to me the only place that's better is in and out for fast food, that my opinion. But anyway, we'll have it in Out next Friday, and yes, we'll no, get let you know my. Oh no, Graham, we're going to get video of your first experience with In and Out. Graham's oh. going to do a twenty-five minute um, review. Yeah. We're going to do the YouTube video where Graham eats one of everything on the menu, <laughs> including then, the secret menu. Yep. but he doesn't get
2: to spit it, or he doesn't get to swallow it. He has to like spit it out into its own like, <laughs> uh, you know, the spit bowl and be like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i am like, I'm so hungry, just let me eat some of it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so. Like, nope. All right. So for me, uh pretty good week. I didn't play a ton of games. We did play some NHL 19, regrettably. Oh, and yes, we did. We did. Uh, we, we put the band back together, which was uh, probably ill-advised,
3: considering how
1: long it's been bad. since the band played together. But uh, it was a little rough, Graham. It was, we are rusty.
3: Oh, yeah. No, no
1: doubt. It was rough, but you know, um, I would, I would say it was fun except no, but other than that, it was, you know, really fun. Um, so we're, we're getting in chat, Graham, uh, recommendations for you. (laughs) What is animal fries? Oh, you'll find out on Friday. You're going to find out next Friday. (laughs) And by the way, if you're listening to us on the East coast, you've never had it out, never heard of it for some reason. Uh, we'll have a YouTube video of Graham's first and experience posted probably next Friday night so
3: I can't right. wait
1: but uh but yeah i I haven't played a ton of games this past week because I've been doing a lot of uh, contacting back and forth for e three and I've been working on some YouTube videos and Steven, and I think we will go into that when we talk about joining the community but we we are making sort of a renewed uh commitment and effort there and and it's been good so that's been my week pretty much. Just really looking forward to getting to E3. Like, even our news items tonight are pretty much all news dumps before E3 or or leaks. So, it, it, the hype's there. The excitement's there. Uh, I'm just ready to go. So, that's it for me. Um, Steven, take us away. All right. Just a reminder,
2: we're the official podcast of the Xbox Hub. Head on over to thexboxhub.com for all the latest and greatest in news, reviews, and everything else from the world of Xbox. We'd love to have you come join our community. The easiest way to do that would be to head on over to Twitch at TXH Gaming Hub. Drop a follow while you're there. And then you can find links at the bottom of the page for Facebook and Discord, Twitter, Instagram, email, YouTube, all that fun stuff. But you can go straight to the source at Facebook if you want, at the Gaming Hub Forums. And from either of those two aforementioned places, you can get links to Discord. Uh, we have a lot of fun stuff going up in, in those places. Uh, questions of the day for you guys to answer so we can hear from you. Uh, among other things, just talk about video games as a whole, uh, specific to each console, You know, books, movies, all that stuff, TV, music. A lot of great stuff. D and D been really fun uh, as far as that goes. And you can also join us on Twitter at TXH Gaming Hub to see all the fun stuff we tweet out. Send us an email at at gmail.com as well. And then finally, you can head on over to YouTube at the Gaming Hub Podcast. We have a lot of a lot of stuff going out for E3 already. And then next week, you're just going to be inundated with just massive amounts of content uh e3 wise videos interviews whatever we can get our hands on we're going to share it with you guys we want this to be a community experience so drop a drop a follow while you're there drop a sub um actually that's how it works on youtube drop a sub hit the bell so you can see all the content we have maybe give some of our e3 preview videos a like
1: and all yeah. that fun stuff yeah we really appreciate it it helps us a ton when you do that so all right steven thank you and if you'd like to support the community, we'd really appreciate that. A couple different ways to do that. You can go on to Twitch, where we are right now, uh, with episode one sixty one. By the way, uh, starting next Friday, our episodes are going to change a little bit on Twitch, and by that, well, I mean they'll be in video. So that's uh, we're looking forward to that as well, and I think that'll that'll help us uh, help with uh, reaching out to more people and engaging the community better. So uh, you can go to Twitch. If you're an Amazon Prime member. You get a free Twitch sub to use every single month, and if you choose to spend that on us, we'd really, really appreciate it. If not, spend it on somebody help them achieve their goals on Twitch. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaminghub, and for as little as $5 a month there, you get entered into a monthly giveaway for $60 in gift cards to the console of your choice. And for as little as $2 a month, you're entered, or you get a bunch of content exclusive to patrons, either permanently exclusive or time exclusive and at the $5 and up level, you get all of that content plus entries into the giveaway. So that's how you can support the community. We'd really appreciate if you do that because we are rolling out a bunch of extra stuff between YouTube, uh Patreon exclusive content, uh more video content, more episodes. We will have a minimum of 7 episodes for you during E3. So we're really looking forward to that. And uh yeah, we'd really appreciate if you uh you help support the community if if you can and you're willing to do so all right before we head into news guys steven mentioned earlier he got a chance to review uh, a game so i know uh, steven the review copy was for the nintendo switch and it's a game that previously had been out on what pc and was it on ps4 um that's a good question i think it was i think it was i'm pretty sure it was but Project Nimbus is the game, and you got a chance to play it on the Switch and review it. And uh, go ahead, tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, um, it was on PS4, so yeah, I did get to review Project Nimbus. A massive thanks, real quick, to to Game Tomo for giving me a review code uh, for that game. I'd say it's a mech action game, and like, so it's a mech action game where you get to fly around and you get to blow things up with a bunch of different types of weapons. Um, a little anime style, but not like super um but yeah it's like it was really fun to play i I think you had a couple a couple questions right
1: for me on that front yep sure do so I don't know like I I watched the video because like, you already put the the review video up on YouTube please check that out everybody by the way uh the gaming hub podcast on YouTube but uh I, I the one thing I had a tough time figuring out just kind of watching the video without... Like If you're watching without volume, which is what my PC does. I watch it with volume on my phone later. But it's figuring out, like, what the story is. It looks cool. It looks like you could go around in a flying robot, shoot a bunch of stuff. Tell me about what story is there, and is it any good? Well, I'll start by saying it's not the greatest. It's a little cliche,
2: pretty boring, like, overall. Basically, the idea was, like, there was a massive... Um, like World War Three, nuclear war and stuff that destroyed like earth itself. So all the big cities went and, or like the, you know, the wealthy countries and stuff took their cities to the sky. And there's people like terrorist group that isn't happy about that. And then there's also like, you know, you have China and Russia being pissed off at you as well for whatever reason. And so that's basically the two things like you have China and Russia going against um, mostly Russia in the early parts going against like America And you play as, like, a pilot. Um, There's one on both sides. So the missions basically swap you back and forth between the two sides. It was kind of hard to follow at first. It wasn't until, like, the second act that I, like, really understood what was going on. Um, But, yeah, you, you, like, you play these two characters. The characters aren't bad. I I did enjoy the the two characters, Mariah and Juliana, that you play as. But overall, like, the story, pretty cliche. Like, including a part where, you know, the – well, I don't want to spoil anything – and if you're planning on going to play this for the story mm-hmm. for whatever reason, but there's a, there's a few like just staples in the, that type of game, right. That you see in every single, you know, movie or game that revolves around sure. the storyline of like two warring, you know, clans or tribes or factions or, countries yeah, sure. or, factions or whatever you want to say. So there's a lot yeah. of cliches, but you're not playing this game for the story. At least I wouldn't. The The most fun part is the gameplay. Uh, so, like I said earlier... Yeah, tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. You control these mechanized battle frames, and they all have different weapons, right? So you have, like, homing missiles. You have, like, just regular shotguns and sub- submachine guns. You have, like, these robot... I don't even know if I'd call them robots. But they... They're, like, automated missiles that can, like, either you can send them to det- uh, attack ships by aiming at them, or you can have them just sit behind you, and then they deflect rockets that are ho- or locked onto you. Um, there's a particle cannon, which is really, really fun to use. Uh, there's also, like, this, like, sniper-esque weapon that you can shoot long range. Um, and it, it you know, it's very effective. Uh, and, and those are all the weapons you use. You just switch between them while they're all loading and. And Oh, and you also have a, a blade. So you can you have, like, this sword that you can, if you get up close to enemies, you can use to take them out. So the goal is you just fly around the map and take out all the enemies, and they're trying to take you out. Uh, the game's not easy. I, I will say that. Um, but it's really fun. Like, it's just fun to fly around. And, mm. It's, like, the first mech action game I've ever played. Uh, like, maybe I played one a long, long time ago in an arcade, but it's the first one I ever played on, like, a console so I didn't realize how fun it could be to just fly around and shoot things. You kind of feel like Iron Man, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so talk about the world a little bit. You you know, a lot of games rely on color palette a lot to help set the tone in the world. I know you mentioned that in the video review. Talk about that a little bit.
2: I did. It's, it's very drab and brown and tan and stuff for most of the game. There's a few missions that change it up, but a few of those missions are just trade the browns in for white so you're in a snow mission and it's just all white there are a couple missions that have you flying over like you know nice blue waters or in space but even the space mission is really boring to look at it doesn't look great it's a lot of browns a lot of tans um stuff like that there's one or two missions that do have you over like a decent color um map like the color looks okay to good but overall, like the maps aren't very interesting, and they're kind of samesies, and it was really hard to tell when I was like in a new area, and I could not tell you what maps I was playing on most of the time or even where I was. like they they changed like not the way they look, but the color scheme of it, and that that was just you know that that could could have been a little little more more color uh, a little more color thrown in also. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if it's the Switch hardware itself, but like a lot of the the mech battle, like the mech frames that I had, the battle frames, like they look grainy, um, especially in the okay. loading screens. For and uh, so it didn't look super fun, and it was really hard to tell the enemy ships part because they. Well, yeah. but that's not. That's just that's nothing to do with the game. It has more to do with that, what you're do, or more not to do with the design of the game, but more to do with the game itself. You're flying around, so you're not going to get good looks at them, and I'm okay with that. Um, all that matters is they blow up fun and the particle effects and stuff like that. And the explosions.
1: are. are... Okay, cool. Uh, Real quick, just in in terms of the, when we talked about the visuals a little bit, but in terms of graphics and sound, you know, how would you rate this game against other switch titles?
2: Uh, I've seen better looking switch titles for sure. Mm -hmm. I did really enjoy the audio, especially the music. I liked the music I sat and listened. Like, uh there were times where I had to like I was looking at I was recording the video for the, you know, the review and the menu music was playing and I was just sitting there listening to it, or I'd like if I needed to check my phone for something, right? And the menu music Ooh. I really enjoy it and I like the music during the gameplay itself. The audio mostly okay. sounds pretty good. There are times that like you can't hear the shotguns and the um the submachine guns all that well. So it's hard to tell I was even shooting. Uh, the only way I could tell is at the bottom right, there's like a, you know, ammo gauge that, you know, does tell you show you. But, sure. I mean, I, I actually really did enjoy the audio. The music was great. Whoever did the soundtrack for the game deserves props because that, that music was was really good. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the graphics, I mean, it's hard to, they're not amazing, but the game is old. It is a remaster, so that could come mm-hmm. into, or yeah. like a remastered port, I guess, would be the, the best way to describe it um so that that might have affected things as well so it's not going to look like a newly
1: polished 2019 game but it doesn't need Mm. to
2: because it plays really fun
1: okay so if you had to sum it up in 30 seconds give me the good the bad and what score you gave the game
2: all right well the combat was great uh very enjoyable the story the artwork was it was just okay like Boarding on bad at times but the the music did bring back in so just for mindless gameplay or just like really fun gameplay it was it was really good and and i gave it a uh i gave it a three out of five stars and i i, I haven't changed my mind like i would stick to that for sure um that's exactly what i, I would say but for twenty dollars on the switch like it's if you're looking just to blow things up and fly around and feel like iron man like that's the way to do it Cause
1: you do feel like that. And it's, it's a great game. I mean, it's, it's a good, good, right. fun game.
2: Fun game.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Steven. So again, uh, project Nimbus for the Nintendo switch, uh, three out of five stars from us. So thanks Stephen, for, uh, for that review. Yes. Yeah, All right, guys, let's Yeah. Get... Oh, Graham's still here. Hi, Graham. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still here. I'm, I'm <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's go to news, everybody. In the news. And we're going to start with something. I'm, I'm just going to say, it, guys, I told you this was going to happen. No, I told you. Um, I knew you know, you we, we predicted this. All of us. All of us. No, yeah. not
2: Graham. Graham was so wrong. He was like, it's not coming out until <laughs>
1: 2050.
2: We'll all be dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. heard but... it.
1: <laughs> so, Death Stranding got a new trailer and a confirmed release date of November 8th. 2019, and that's 21.9, not 2.9. Well, duh, you said 19, yeah. Or 29. Well, just just clarifying for those who are still thinking this game was a decade away.
3: But now uh, there's Graham still Tyler. not me. a chance right. for delays. No, shut up, Graham. Delays <laughs> no. have
1: been known um, to happen. Maybe eh, Kojima just... has never delayed anything, Graham. Sony's
2: never delayed anything. Sony puts their games out when they say.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they pretty much do. So... Except for the Last Guardian. Days Gone. Days Gone and the last Guardian. Yeah, you
3: know, and <laughs> a lot of tonight.
2: Sony games that get delayed four yeah. or five
1: six
3: yeah. years. And Kingdom Hearts, that yeah. was delayed too.
1: That wasn't a Sony game
3: though. Oh, okay, yeah. They
1: didn't delay God of War, did they?
3: Mm, I don't no. Think so.
1: They I don't didn't delay Uncharted so. 4. Or did they? Yes, they did. They, so. they don't ever really delay MLB, though, so I guess that's good. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so it, that could happen. It's possible. But for now, November 8th, yeah, November 8th November eighth of this year, as we saw the trailer, I think the trailer, I, the backlash that's out there right now is that we still don't know what it's about. Nobody has any idea. I I don't know. Steven, you and I were talking out there, and I watched the trailer again. I think this does provide a pretty good glimpse into what the game is about. I think people are just mad that they don't know exact the exact storyline. But do you need to? Do you know, want do you to? Yeah. I yeah, I I don't
2: I got it from the first two trailers where you can like say you don't really understand, but I think I mm-hmm. did understand. I did find there's a I think there's a hard the hard drive, yeah, they're the the funny version, the video game version of The Onion. Um they posted like a a article being like, I know what Death is about. I just wanna make sure you guys know what it's about before I tell <laughs> you tonight type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think I do. I like I feel like it's a game where, you know, the world went to hell in a hanging basket, as the world always does in video games. Mm-hmm. And there's these like monsters that, you know, I think have to relate to the past or they're, they're related to the past yeah. or connected in some way. And mm-hmm. then you also have a faction of like bad, like humans. And so when yeah. it's sunny out, like they're the ones and that's that think, where
1: Mads like, comes in. Yeah.
2: I don't think, no, I think he's um, connected to the monster people to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like when it rains, you know, the monsters come out and the only way to like see where they're at uh, in some sense is to have the little baby thing. And the game's like, all, like an explore, it looks like an exploration, little stealth, not not super stealthy, but like an action game, a little bit of shooting, a lot of exploring and learning and trying to, as um, mm-hmm. Hideo Kojima said himself, it's a lot about like connecting the world and you know connecting strands, hence the name, uh, between mm. like all the fractured uh, butthole things. No, <laughs> all the fractured like pieces Focus. of the world and stuff. So. Mm. I, I felt like I got enough to, you know, understand at yeah. least what you're kind of doing. I don't want to know more than that before I play. I feel like if you know the story before going in, why are you gonna play the story? You know what I mean? Like, what what are you asking yeah. here? Um, I I guess we could have saw a little more gameplay, maybe, but I I didn't need to because it looks fun. I, for, I saw I saw enough.
3: Yeah. There was a fair bit of gameplay. I mean, I there's know, a little bit sure. of
2: shooting, a little bit of action, a lot of like walking. I don't think it's a walking simulator. I've seen people
1: call it that.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: I, I have, really yeah, have too. To. I've seen I've seen a bunch of that, and I, I agree with you, Stephen. It, it is not. And yes, there's going to be times where you're on foot, like in every other game I've ever made, you know. Yes. But it's not going to be that. I don't. I really doubt that. So, uh, for me, I, I've seen enough to know that I, I want to get it to find out. The details, you know, and put the story together. Um, Graham, the question is for you. <laughs> you have been very much opposed well to yes. Death Stranding since the beginning. No, no, there's no other way to put it.
3: No, no, you're you right. You can't you can't back off now. No, I'm not backing off, but I'm telling you one of the main reasons why I was mm-hmm. so set off was because they were teasing these little trailers for a game that we didn't think was coming out till 2025. And now it's coming out. So now apparently it's all done yeah. and stuff.
1: Well, we can't even really say little trailers because their E3 showings were all like 8, 9, 10 minutes long. Yeah. but, but we, they... we even
3: walked out of those not knowing what the hell we just saw. It yeah. looked
1: cool, but we weren't really sure.
3: Yeah, And I still don't know really what's going on. Like, I learned a bit more about it. Now I know he rides a motorcycle with this huge backpack on it. Like, I'm sure you can maneuver like that in, mm-hmm. in a bike. Like, when I watch it, it's, it, it's kind of comical looking. And, it, like, it kind of takes away from it. And I know it's a completely unrealistic type of game. Uh, I can see elements of Metal Gear Solid where you're kind of like sneaking around with this huge backpack on your back. Mm -hmm. Um, But nothing is really like drawing me in. It's like, I really want to play this. I'm sure the story's going to be really extensive, a lot to it. Could be hard to follow, a little convoluted. Seems to be a ton going on. Uh, They have a... A crazy amount of cast in this like big names yeah. and stuff like that like i was pretty impressed
1: including really- someone called diehard man which is
3: awesome yes. yeah, oh, yeah yeah God. yeah i saw that i'm like diehard man like that's that's pretty awesome
2: this is the greatest <laughs> this will be the best game of all time hands down no questions asked so,
3: but yeah and, and then they like, like they show him where he's like going through his backpack and he selects a ladder and like boom just back a ladder just yep. appears in his backpack and it's like mm-hmm. so there's definitely a lot of little like like, far-fetched, little magical little things into it. But, like I said, I'm still not, like, stoked for it. I'm going to play this. Um, I'm interested to see more on it. Uh, maybe get more of an idea. But another thing brings to me is if they have this game ready, and they have all this f- footage and all this stuff, and supposedly Last of Us or, yeah, Last of Us 2 will be coming out, or like, why aren't they at E3? That's still... So, that, that's a good question. Because we talked about it. It's like, they have nothing to show. That's why they're not there. Well, that's what they said. Apparently, they have a lot to show. Yeah. And, like, and... Nintendo did it. They centered oh. around Breath of the Wild, and we were mind-blown, and they showed a ton of Breath of the Wild, and we just came out of it just super excited. Like, whatever else they threw up there, it didn't really matter. So, like if they're so f- behind this death stranding and they have other stuff, like even when they had their state of play or whatever, like I, I see enough content that they could have added an E3. So I don't know. I agree. I'm really surprised. Well, here's, uh, let me, let me bounce this off yep, you guys.
1: Go. Cause here's, here's what I think. I think the reasons they have given up to now are complete BS. So I think here's what it is. And I, and I, I stand by saying that I think Sony's a little guilty of some arrogance here in the second half of this console generation. But I think they're at the point where they don't care about speaking to everyone anymore. They just want to speak to their base because their base is, you know, pretty big Mm -hmm. and they can control the message and have it be all about them by doing these little events throughout the year. Because guess what? They did one yesterday and everybody's talking about it. We're talking about it right now. So... I think that's where they're at. I think they don't care about speaking to everyone. They care about talking only to their base. And that's it. What do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, I I mentioned
2: it to you. Yeah. yeah. Again, like this is perfect for them. They can put it out a week before E3 or two weeks before E3. I still think they might have something next week, to be honest with you, um, early. And, you know, control the message or not even really control the message, just have like dominate the news cycle. And I don't have an issue with that. Um, I. The more I think about this, what you mentioned—they speak to their base. I think you're right, but I don't see why that's a bad thing. Like Sony, if you were going to get a PlayStation by now, you probably would have, right? Uh, For those that are into video games, and there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff coming to like, well, not, I guess not anymore, but there's been so much stuff that have come to PlayStation that you don't really need to like market to the masses. You have a huge base right now. You know, you come up with these awesome-looking games that are super, like, mysterious, and you know, gets people like Graham that are like, you know, I'm, not, I don't even know what this is. I'm not going to buy it. And I mean, there's people like that, and that's fine. But there's also yeah. people like me that like are really curious, and you know, the intrigue is there, and it's just like,
0: mm-hmm. all right,
2: I don't know what this is, but I don't care. I want, I want to see more. And then, and then we, you know, we see more, and they're like, okay, I can, I get enough where I can like justify buying this, though I would have anyways, and. And yeah, so I don't have an issue with them skipping it. I know you do. I think there are people. I mean, I saw. I've seen other people say on Twitter that well, I've seen people say it all over that e 3s dead. dead. Um, and I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but I do no, think, I think we it is might, we might well, see. Well, we're going to
3: bring it back.
2: We we back us yes. three yes. Yes, yes are bring yes
3: exactly. <laughs> we're going to bring uh, life into E3. Honestly,
2: since, though. You can make them mention that Sony, but is Microsoft really that innocent here? They they left E3 itself. They they ha- they do their own thing yeah, in their they, own place. They... It just happens to be during that week.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's, it's I mean it's le- almost literally right next door. The Stable Center is in between. But it is Yeah, I mean I hear that, but they still consider themselves part of E3. They have the briefing. I I will Yeah. I will say the fan fest thing you know you're limiting access to a really select number of people and you know I I can't say I'm a huge fan of that so I I hate anything in the industry where you know it's it's the big get bigger and the small have a tough time breaking through whether that's developers whether that is media Whatever. It doesn't matter. I I want... You know, that's one thing that's super cool about E3 is that it's it's a universal celebration of gaming. And when you have a company that touts themselves as the best place to play and for the players and they're not there, then you're a hypocrite in my mind. I'm sorry, but you are. Because you're making decisions that are best for business and that's okay because you need to make money. But don't come and spit it as, you know this is a better experience for our fans when you don't know that for sure, but you know that business-wise it's the best decision for you.
3: Well, yeah, it, I'll, I'll argue. All right, Graham, you go ahead, but I'm going to argue yeah, part part. Well, I was going to say, especially you, when you have all this stuff that you're just like dripping like a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there leading up to E3. Like, I, I just don't understand why you don't want to be a part of this huge thing where all these people come together and show all the fans what they have in store so like are they going to keep doing this all the way through like e3 just like to take away from these other companies like i don't think that's fair it's like no i think that i think that would be really kind of crappy to be honest with you yeah like Mm -hmm. you have your one night that's for you and to do that so i don't know Mm -hmm. like if that's what sony's doing then i'm not going to be happy with. I, that I don't all. think they are. I, I want to be clear. I
1: don't. I don't think they are. I think they're, they're getting ahead of it right now, and they're going to own the discussion right now.
3: Yeah, and like yeah. How we talked last week too. Like we were talking about, like the games coming out are actually going to be on PlayStation Four, and they're like, well, they're probably going to come out for the PlayStation Five, but they're going to be like for the PS4 as well. As well. When yep. when well now we know Death Stranding's coming out for the PS. <laughs> now we
1: yeah we were probably and, dead wrong on
3: that. And there's a good chance Last of Us Two is coming. out, yeah. So. I'm thinking the other game is. Uh, it's probably next fall. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. why aren't you at E3? That's what I want to know.
1: That's that's a fair point, Steven, What were you gonna say? Well, you say I mean, you say
2: E3 is for the fans, and maybe um, it is, but itself, it isn't. Like, there's not a lot of fans that go to E3 can afford. Yeah,
3: to but attend, they, 10, they, live live
2: they watch close. it though.
0: Like yeah, no, it's, they yeah, I, I know the what you No, go ahead,
2: go, go ahead and finish. Go and finish itself. There, so, there's a briefing, but what is the difference between putting out this trailer by yourself the week before? Like, is it really that different than holding a two-hour press conference? You know what's coming from PlayStation. You mm. you just mentioned those three games. I still think we see a Last of Us trailer at some point soon. Maybe Ghost of Tsushima, but they're far away on that. So, I don't see an issue with them not doing a conference, which probably wouldn't be that good because it'd feel very bloated. And just releasing this eight-minute-long trailer, they did something on Twitch, which, like, the more people that join, like, the hand, there's more hands that join the screen, and, like, it revealed stuff in the background right before this trailer dropped uh, on, was it, Tuesday, I think, or Monday or Tuesday? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to argue that, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm, like, not, not happy, or I'm not unhappy that they're not going. I don't think it's that big of a deal.
1: No, I don't either. I'm not unhappy. I just to me like they're all guilty of this but to me sony is sometimes in a league of its own in the we're gonna say one thing from a pr standpoint and the real motivation is a complete 180 from that yeah
2: i mean i guess but you know there was something sony could have done to prove and like that like make them out to like, smart business... this there's something they could have done that would have been super smart business-wide, made them look like complete uh, butt heads. God, that sounds... Yeah, weird. but
1: but they know they can't do that because... I mean, well, they can't, but, but they can't because they would get called out on it. Would in they? A very significant. They would. A, not by their fanboys, but by everyone else that has a, you know, objective view they would very much get called out for that. You see, I am hard pressed
2: to think that IGN would call them out for that.
1: No, I, I, they would, I, but not, you. not the fanboys. Cause I, I'm sorry, but there are, you know, every, every major outlet has them fanboys of certain consoles and no, no consoles immune to that. Um, but I, I think they would be called out. And by the way, I think what you, just to clarify for people listening, you're talking about, like, if if on Sunday at Microsoft Conference, yes, they dropped, you know, this trailer. Yep. Right? And, yeah, that would be super dirty. And their fanboys would eat it up, you know? Because they just owned Xbox and blah, 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 and whatever. Like, that's not what it's about, though. Like, the E3 is a celebration of gaming, not a we're here to screw over everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that that's what makes it 3 really fun and special is because for one week on the show floor, nobody's talking about, you know, this one's better than this one and you suck because you play this. You know, that's on all the comment sections and that's fine. But like on the show floor itself and in those in the auditoriums where they do the briefings, that's not the conversation. The conversation is look at how awesome this hobby that we all love is. And I, that's where I think that as right now the leader in the industry in console gaming, they they have a role to play there. And if they're gonna, not going to do it for business reasons, which we all know is what it is, that's fine. But don't spout off about all the fan service stuff. That you know, you're, you know your fanboys are going to defend whatever you say anyway. And just like Xbox fanboys would for them. So... I'm not super disappointed that they're not there. They can do what they want. I just but, don't
2: even know. Like, what would you do in the conference? There's three
3: games. Show 10 minutes. No, I
1: think they should have a place on the floor. They can have a, a 35, 40 minute briefing and be yeah. just fine.
3: And I feel they have more than three four. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen other stuff. And I'm sure there's other stuff in the development. You don't think any other, like, like, company has, like, the big ones and the little ones that people don't know about? Like, I don't think that's an excuse that they have nothing to show. Because I believe Cause they could they have show this to
1: game. Show. They could show extended gameplay of this game. Because it's, you know, now only, what, five, six months away. But I think uh, you have a 35, 40-minute briefing. You show this. You show, you know, something for Last of Us 2. Maybe another trailer, whatever. Bring Call of Duty out there. And a couple other third parties and call it a day. And you're good.
3: Yeah. And like, but I
1: r- real quick, Graham, I yeah. think the more important thing is that they're on the show floor though, for those three days of coverage. Cause there, there is nonstop coverage on Twitch and all the streaming platforms from literally like in the morning until <laughs> the sun sets of what's going on on the show floor for those three days. And they can get a lot of exposure there as well. So, and just having them there makes it more special. Because they're there.
3: Yeah, now I was so just going to mention. That's Go ahead, Graham. Like they're talking about PSVR 2.0 or whatever is coming out or maybe coming out. Like that's something else. Like they could talk about or or whatever. Like they seem to. I don't know. No, I, I thought I, that
2: was confirmed to, that wasn't happening. Was it? That confirmed? It's going what? to be this PSVR. Like, they're not but making a new one. It, it,
1: Even if it was, I would argue that that's the type of thing that's actually better for the direct format. Because then, the people who want to watch that can. Mm -hmm. And most gamers, most PlayStation gamers are not interested in that. You know, because the adoption rate, while successful, is not that high. Yeah, no, you're right. It's beating projection, but it's not high. So, all right. Right. Anyway, did, didn't mean to go on the rabbit hole there, everyone, <laughs> but we did. So anyway, <laughs> another game got revealed this week. We all kind of knew it was coming, but we actually got to see it today, and that's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, this is a reboot of the series, not a remake, and it's not Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. So, Steven, you're the biggest pew-pew guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At one time you were. At one time. Does this at all make you consider wanting to play it again? Yes, of course I'll buy this. Modern Warfare was my favorite of the Call of Duties. Okay. Graham? Uh,
3: Yes, but I don't know about day one, but I am definitely interested in playing it because I did enjoy the first one. Uh, That's the first Call of Duty I ever played, I think. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I would love to see it on, like, a new engine now with 4K graphics, and it looks a lot of fun, and it has, like, a co-op uh, campaign, which looks fun, and, yeah, no, I'm all in on this one. Like I said, I don't think I'll get it, like, right away, but I'll get it eventually.
1: Well, Graham, it's got a release date of October 25th, so you, know, I would guess Black Friday... Is going to be a pretty significant price reduction.
3: Yeah. Walmart always has Call of Duty on sale on Black Friday. Always. And some, t- like uh, like Black Ops 3, they threw that in with a, an Xbox. You buy an Xbox, you get it free. So mm-hmm. they, they could have some promotions, they get it free. So you never yeah. know. That might be the time yeah. I pick it up.
1: There you go. You can go fight everybody in the store yeah. and get it. <laughs> so I, one other thing I want to touch on here. There are... I guess they had an, Infinity Ward had an event a couple months ago where some journalists got to go and see the game and see actual uh, story missions in the campaign play out. The They're now allowed to kind of talk a little bit about what they saw today. And the general feeling amongst a lot of them is that this game is going to be extremely controversial, guys. And because, if we remember, the... Um the airport level in Modern Warfare 2. No Russian. No Russian, yes. That uh that, you know, upset a lot of people. I can understand why. It may be a little uncomfortable playing it, I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, and I guess I would say anybody that's playing that laughing and saying this is awesome, you know, is you know, like, I worry for you. But that doesn't mean that things like that don't happen in this world. Now, there are journalists saying this should be take these controversial scenes and moments in the new Modern Warfare should be taken out of the game. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
3: Uh, Steven, you want to go? No,
1: I don't. <laughs> you want to
3: go? Uh, well,. Like I said, it's for this game it's it's not realistic. It's not real. Like they try to make it look realistic.
1: Oh, well, Graham, it looks it looks awfully real, doesn't well, it?
3: Well it does, but it's not, right? It's yeah based on stories they made up and sure. stuff like that. And some of them will have like mm-hmm. the apocalypse and they have like circumstances of everybody dying or certain people dying and stuff like that. it's it's no different than movies. They have a rating and stuff like that. Uh once you restrict the freedom of people like in these games, then they're gonna what well, they're gonna do it to movies and stuff like that. So, like obviously the games are gonna do stuff, and it could be something that's completely different than that, and people will have issues with it. You can't please everyone. Uh, some things might bring bad memories to some people, and it could be like I'm not. I don't want to say they have like specific details. So. It, I don't like where they restricted their freedom. You can't have this. You can't have that. Like one of the things that really upset me was with a uh, fable, is basically you would make a character and you would be as evil as you possibly can, but they wouldn't let mm-hmm. you like like attack like kids and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, if I'm like pure evil and stuff like that, then they shouldn't like restrict stuff like that. So. Well,
1: Graham, the reality is, they're not going to win here no matter what they do. Yeah, because there are there's a group of people on you know each end of this that will not be happy. For you know, personally, I guess I feel like they it's their game. They can make the game they want to make, and it'll be judged afterward by the people. You know, by fans and and ultimately probably by people that have never played it just heard things that's fine um but ultimately i think they should make the type of game they want to make but they're accountable to that as well yes so you know that's i guess my opinion um however to to switch back to a a lesser you know controversial topic but i I guarantee that's going to come up again later um this game is supposed to have co-op and you're supposed to be able to progress throughout across modes. So between campaign into multiplayer, things like that, progression is going to apply to you and not be separate. And I think that's pretty cool. Yes, that's really cool. Didn't World at War have that, if I remember right, something like that anyway?
3: I think it did. Yeah, yeah, what? you're right. Everything, like, it contribute to, like, your overall level and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so.
1: Also, crossplay is a thing for this game.
3: Yes, that's a big, big deal.
1: Now we don't know yet if it's crossplay between Xbox One and PS Four. We don't know that yet. Yeah,
3: they don't play we nice do, together. We do, however, so. know
1: Perfect. that each of them will be crossplay with PC. Yes. So, Stephen, thoughts on any of that?
2: I don't know how you did crossplay. Um, between PC and consoles, without doing them between the consoles themselves, like it yeah, just seems like more work than it does.
1: It yeah. could, you know, do. But doesn't it kind of feel like the whole like when somebody's mad at someone and they and they look to like their friend right next to the person and they're like, "Tell them I said yes. this." Like
2: in you know, <laughs> you know, you know what parents do to their kids when they're divorced or like, yes, the scene in Harry Potter with Hermione, Ron, and uh, Harry in, in Harry Potter four. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's yeah like i don't see how you could do it without having the crossplay between the consoles um and the way they worded it made me think there would be they're like between pc and consoles like i guess i mean there's there is enough what's the word um shoot cannot think of the word right now like you could read between the lines, or it's vague. I guess it's it's vague enough where it's it's you could take it as there'll be crossplay between all of them, or you could take it as there'll only be crossplay between
1: the consoles and PC, yeah. but not between each other. The, the only concerning thing is that they couldn't get confirmation. Yes, on crossplay between the consoles. So you know that's always worrisome, right? Yes, it, it sucks because it's like the game they want to have it and no fault of their own it's that these two you know console makers can't quite see out of eye here and let's be honest here it is on the playstation and i know i sound like i'm bashing playstation tonight. i'm not i love my playstation but outside of my whole bill that they say oh
3: (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) but
1: otherwise the the games are great i've said repeatedly spider-man's the most fun i had last year with the game anyway uh yeah i think it's mostly on playstation's end but it's you know these developers want it to happen let's just make it happen
2: yeah yeah speaking
1: of spider-man real quick um Mm -hmm. there is going to be a sale on playstation Uh, when does it start is it uh it starts next friday yeah that's okay next friday and it's that's their e3 little infiltration by the way yeah that's a lot of
2: great games supposedly now it says as low as so i don't know if you can get mlb the show 19 spider-man and god of war for 19 or if it's as low as it's because it said starting mm. at 19. 99. Yeah. so part of me th- or oh, days gone was in there too part of me thinks those games will not be 1999 they might one of them might be uh my guess is
1: god of war is
2: yes probably mm-hmm. uh, horizon yeah. zero dawn as well i, I imagine days yeah. gone yeah. and mlb will be like 40 um mm. but I, I think that might be when
1: i pick up days gone all right cool I, I don't know. hopefully it's last it lasts like ten days, doesn't it? Something like that. Yeah, I'll buy it on my phone if I have to, and then so yeah, I might have to do the same because I'm not gonna have my PlayStation with me. Cause my PlayStation is not attending E3 sure. <laughs> so all right. Uh anything else in Call of Duty? Nope. 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 Alright, we're good. Uh you know, we kind of talked about the Avengers game from Square Enix. And that reveal has been confirmed for E3 with leaked details about the game today where they talked about, Steven, it's funny, you asked me off air yesterday, like, what would I want from it? And it was kind of everything I said. Like, co-op, being able to choose different characters and play as different characters if you want to. Co-op with other people, work together in missions. Like, that's what they said this is. What I'm really interested to see, though, is there is a rumor that you will not be playing as the principal Avengers characters. So like Captain America, Hulk, Thor, etc., Iron Man, but new characters that take over for them. Yeah, but would you be okay with that, or is that, or do you want to play? That, right? No, it's not confirmed. Would you be okay with that, or would you rather just play as the ones you know?
2: I don't care. Um, I think it'd be funny either way. I, I'd actually like to make my own superhero. That'd be cool if I could you make would. my own, and then like you mm-hmm. know, that'd be that'd be the sweetest. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I want out of. Um, the rumored maybe potential Harry Potter game. Same thing. Mm-hmm. My own damn wizard. Uh, would you make it like the South
1: Park superheroes?
2: No. No, 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 okay. Serial superheroes only. Super serial. Okay. Um, <laughs> my superhero My super, uh, hero would be, you know, like all the superheroes put together into one. Okay. I'd make the ultimate superhero. <laughs> it should allow okay. me to do
1: that. Because that's fair. Game. And I should get what yeah.
2: I want. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't see. I didn't read the link because I want to be surprised when we see it at E3. Um, yeah. But I am. See, that's the thing. It's like, do we
1: do it because we should talk about it on the show or should we wait? Well, here here's the thing. They didn't give away any confirmed gameplay. There's no story details. There's nothing like that. All they confirmed, all they said is that it's happening. It's a thing. We knew that. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. We haven't talked about the Xbox briefing leak at all on the show. And we're not going to. Yeah, I
3: didn't read that either.
1: Yeah. And, you know, surprises are fun. And I want to ruin that for people that don't want to hear it. Yep. You know, just because it's quote news. It's not news. It'll be news in eight, in nine days. You know, or 10 days. Yes. And that's what it's for. That the surprises are the, the fun of it all. I concur. So, uh, in other Square Enix news, though, it it was kind of a a story that a lot of people saw it today. But um, why can't I think of the game right now? Dying Light 2, that's the one. Uh, I'm super looking forward to that game, actually. Yes,
3: me too. But Square
1: Enix is publishing that game now in North America.
3: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, they just reached that agreement literally today. So Square will be publishing it. And I'm guessing if they worked out that deal, that game might be coming this year or very early next year. And we'll have to see when, you know, E3 rolls around. But the uh, the first one came out in, in January of, what was it, Six, 16 or 17? I don't remember which one. But yeah, it definitely was a January release. So, all right. Anything else on Avengers? Because none of us wanted to read a ton and learn a ton and have it ruined. So, sorry, anybody that wanted a ton of details. If it's yeah. as good as Spider-Man, um, yeah. I'll be happy.
3: Well, the fact that it's coming from Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics, who's done the Tomb Raider series, which I was really happy with. The graphics was amazing and stuff like that.
0: No, they're I'm terrible. excited
3: for it. And uh, as far as what I like, the which Avengers I would like, I would like the ones that I know, but then again, I'm intrigued to learn about characters that I don't know. So I'm okay with either way. I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll make some kind of reference or touch base with the, the main ones because like, I'm sure a lot of people would be just excited just because Iron Man's in it or Thor or whoever, right? Or the Hawk, mm-hmm. whatever their favorite one is. But I don't know if it's just going to center around them. It'd be pretty neat and smart if they did like, focus on them and then they, like, transition to, like, the new generation of Avengers or whatever? I, I
1: feel like you you have to control somebody other than them because uh, unless they do the whole, like, we're going to strip them of all their power and you have to earn it all back.
3: Yeah, you know? I, uh, yeah. I hope so, they don't do that.
1: Yeah, because <clears throat> you know it's going to happen. Because I, I, that's how every Tomb Raider game works. Yeah. Go ahead, Steven.
2: I almost wonder if it'll be, like, one of those, like, Basically, the, the superhero movies that are on their own. So, you know, you see the Spider-Man and there's no other superhero. Well, like, Iron Man, like, is there, but he's not using his superpowers for whatever reason. So you'll be playing as, like, one. And hopefully it's customizable, but then, like, maybe the Avengers, like, show up. Um, that'd be cool. Like, But you don't play as them, right? So they're kind of there and they might help you out every now and again, but they don't – you don't control them. I don't know. I think that'd be cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see this at E3 and mm-hmm. see But what, I,
2: I do really hope that we want. get to like control, like make the superpowers like we want or something, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want to be should... born into mm-hmm.
1: something. Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye sucks. Graham, Graham, can I disappoint you extremely in a big way right now? A very bigly. Sure, if
3: it makes you feel good. <laughs>
1: Shadow of the Tomb Raider was one of my most disappointing games last year.
3: Shadow of the Tomb Raider, right? yeah. Like story wise, the story like, was it had, really it, it had
1: cool moments, but the the overall story just didn't do it for me. It looked
3: beautiful though. Oh, it did for sure. Yeah. I, no, I think Rise. But of the Tomb so did Raider. No Man's Sky was, at first. Was, was my favorite of the three.
1: Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is one of the best games this generation. Uh, yeah. I
2: think all the Tomb Raiders are garbage, and anyone that likes them is a silly Billy.
1: I couldn't put Rise of the Tomb Raider down when I first when I played it. I could, so yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, I very much like that game, and that's part partly why this one was disappointing because it wasn't. It was just a step down from it. Yeah, you know, and I I think that is
3: objectively true.
1: So. You know, it wasn't a bad game. It was just disappointing. Yeah, no, I uh, it enjoyed didn't it. Live up to it
3: It finished the trilogy, which I was okay with, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The thing is, like, you get invested in this, you just want the best ending and everything to be happy. Like, kind of yeah. with, like Game of Thrones. Like, people are invested in that. Mm-hmm. Like, they wanted the greatest ending ever, and some people didn't get what they wanted, and they were well, upset with it. Some. Okay. You no, know, Graham, what Game of Thrones Millions. taught me is that you're not a real
1: fan unless you hate it. Yeah. So, if you're a real fan of something, then you hate it more than anything. Because that makes a lot of sense. This is true. This is true. And if you like it, you're stupid. And you're a stupid dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and if you like it, you're just a shill. Yep. So, you yeah, know, that makes total sense. All right. Let's move on. Graham, Nintendo has struck again.
3: They never seem to disappoint to disappoint. <sighs>
1: super mario maker which looks so much fun
3: it does i'm excited for this game yeah because graham i want to play with you you're gonna go find your switch i or found you, it
1: you can't play with him. oh no steven no spoilers um i found my switch graham i have to buy another power cord for it because i lost that so this will be the 3rd one. Third one third Ooh. one <laughs> You're yep.
3: ridiculous it's funny i'm on my second one i, I lost uh, one of mine so yeah see even graham loses him
1: steven so don't you, guys, ridiculous. you guys are ridiculous
3: <laughs> i don't know how but i did
1: but but graham uh, can we graham can you and me play super mario maker 2 together online on the day it comes out
3: uh we can if we get randomly matched up so good chance no Wait, so I
1: can't select you off of a friends list in the game and say I want to play with Graham? Uh, No, that
2: would be ridiculous and silly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because
1: that would be way too much like what everyone else does. Well, their reasoning was somehow even worse. What was their reasoning? Their reasoning
2: was they didn't want the leaderboards to be Um, oh, what's the word, you know, messed with, you know, working with your own team, making the leaderboard, it's too easy to cheat or something. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because Graham,
1: I'm sure, and I know Graham, you can envision this. So they probably did this because if either of us played with Steven, Steven would be like, you know, I really just want to help you guys out and get you to the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. So you guys, so you 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 can tell everybody that I helped you. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Steven's not the type of guy at all that would just do everything in the world to crush you and then be like, ha, you suck. I beat you. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> for, sound like Steven at all. For literally the next five days. Get good, scrub. Yeah. <laughs> so this just this is just, Graham, why? Why do they do these things? Well, Does Nintendo it's on go three steps forward without going two steps back. It's
3: in the but mix. it's unfortunate that they're like, they think, okay, people are going to abuse this and cheat and all this stuff because <laughs> they're not wrong. Um, but I feel like this is going to be something that are going to change in future updates because a lot oh, of-
2: people- <laughs> Purple Rainbow Unicorn, the sequel, Tyler.
3: Come on, Al. There, there's chances
1: for updates <laughs> oh graham no that's the same as say you don't know it's not going to happen someday so you can't say that
2: it's, it's just so silly graham with your nintendo love
1: and, and graham if you can't count on the nintendo community to not you know take advantage of this to the nth degree then you know we're, we're kind of done as a society at that point because I know Xbox and PlayStation communities would, of course, they would.
3: Yeah, yeah, They'd I,
1: cheat everything. I was listening. But Nintendo's like the pure one that families play. But apparently, they're really
2: dumb. Because, well, I was listening <laughs> to um, Jim Sterling, and he's talking about this, and he, he mentioned like he brought up a good point. Like they in Splatoon, they had unranked leaderboards for stuff, or just no leaderboards. They just it was unranked if you played with friends. So why couldn't they do that here? Like, I don't care about the leaderboard. I just want to play co-op with people, right? Like, who cares about the leaderboard? Leaderboard is a very old thing that, I mean, I'm sure some people do. And if you like that sort of thing, cool. Like, great for you. I just personally do not care. And if you made it Mm -hmm. unranked, like, co-op with
1: friends, fine. But then their their argument is just so, so stupid. Mm -hmm. So, Steven, if you and I wanted to play each other in Madden, that would be unranked. Yes. Because know, every play F- a friend yep. is unranked. So dumb. It just doesn't make, it's just, it's not,
2: well, it's dumb, but it, just, it makes no sense. No sense as to why, like why this
1: is the thing, the case. Mm-hmm. Graham, I expect you to set them straight
3: at E3. Uh, I'll do my best.
1: No, no. I expect to see you to have a picture of you with your finger in the face of new Reggie. Yes. <laughs> lecturing. Doug Bouncer. Doug Bouncer. Yes, lecturing him on this a and very telling him how it needs move. to
3: be. I'll give him a, a stern talking to. There you go. Very good.
1: So, I anyway, mean, that's that. Uh, you can't play online with your friends. So have fun playing yeah. randoms so, forever, and not enjoying it with your friends who you know you who, who are mostly the reason you get games to play with anyway. But that's okay. Let's oh, hope I you don't that. have any friends because. I, uh... I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. What do you think of subscription passes, subscription services? I like Brandon. them. In, oh, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like them until oh, I don't. Phone's like them.
2: Yeah, I wonder who that is. um <laughs> No, I. uh There. How the should I put this? Like at a certain point, there's probably going to be too many of them to, to to keep track of, and then it'll just get annoying. But for right now, I have no issues. Like. You think of all the, the movies and TV stuff you subscribe to. You got like HBO. Uh, you might pay through, for it through cable, but it is an extra cost. You have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Um, you, you know, if,
0: you, crave if, you if you're in Canada. Cord,
2: well, yeah. Yeah, Crave if you're in Canada. If you cut the cord, you also have, you know, your Hulu Live, YouTube TV, Fubo, Sling. PS Now, Directv Now—that you can sign up with. There's like mm. hundreds of subscriptions just for TV, so it's—it's it's not surprising. Video games would be one of them. Uh, it's, it, I don't think this is going after the people like us that buy a lot of games. Though I would absolutely get this if it allows me to play a lot of games. Well, I hope. we are the people like, who
1: should get it?
2: Yeah, well, I right? hope it's more like Game Pass and EA Access, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, I totally agree. And well, the, here's the thing: there's. In the leak that came out, because this was a leak, it was not an announcement by Ubisoft. So we will find out. In- it's yeah, it's going to be at the the briefing. There is supposedly a premier tier of this, which I guess I'm guessing Stephen is going to be like Game Pass, where you'll see everything day and date of release available to you. So how much would you spend? Um, for Ubisoft, mm, I don't know. That's a good question. It, it probably a hundred bucks. 120. Oh, I was thinking like a month, but. Well, I mean for the year. If I can get if I can get it for the cost of getting two games for the whole year, then yeah, because that'll make me play games I might
3: not have otherwise. Yeah. I, I agree with that price point. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's where I feel. Um one more thing on this, and I'll let you guys kind of respond to it. But I see a lot of people, especially in like especially like the YouTube community, uh, where they're very against this. They hate subscription services because they think at some point it's going to become something where that's the only way you can get the games. I vehemently disagree with that. However, if it did become that, then yeah, I would say no way. I would not support them at all. But I don't think that's going to happen. Not for a while. Not for a
2: long time. But you and, did say not that long ago you thought Xbox might do games that, you know, only come to Game Pass. and you, Yeah, that only
1: come to Game Pass, but it's... You supported that. You thought that was a good you know, idea. But I think for smaller games like your Crackdowns, etc., nobody's buying an Xbox One for Crackdown 3. And if you are, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed.
2: Yeah. Well, that was another game that was really fun to play. Just everything but, about it yeah. sucked.
1: But it was really fun. Yeah. I mean, every. I mean, aside from the part where everything else sucked, yeah, it was super. <laughs> but I mean, you were doing the, <laughs> the gameplay the ninety-nine yes. percent of the time, which I know. So I, know. It was, I put the AI, the AI was really dumb, though, from what I experienced. But anyway, cares. It was fun. Yeah, build things up. But would but if you had paid sixty dollars for it, would you have felt n- like I
2: that never was would have paid sixty dollars for it. So that puts yeah, them
1: exactly. T- so yeah, I just I don't see I don't see us going to that model. Anytime soon. Now, if Xbox said the only way you can play Halo Infinite is on Xbox Game Pass, yeah, I would have a problem with that, and I would call them out for it. No, that. you wouldn't. You're Xbox. Yes, so no, um. like that's wrong. That's not okay. No, Xbox. You're an Xbox. I mean, I mean, Netflix has movies that the only way you can watch them is if you have Netflix. But guess what? None of them are gonna win Best Picture, most likely.
2: Yeah, and everyone has Netflix, so at that point they can do that. Like, sure, I, I've never, I've yet to meet a single person that like doesn't have Netflix. And some they might not pay for their mm-hmm. own Netflix, but they all have access
1: to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if, what if uh, you know, like Amazon Prime has movies too? That's fine. But if Amazon Prime said the only way you can watch Star Wars Episode Nine. At all. I'm going to be in theaters, it's just not Amazon Prime, I'd have a, I'd have a serious problem with that. All right. I would. Okay. So, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I, I don't think it's ever going to get to that point because there's too much money to be made in selling the game individually. And, you know, a lot of people don't, they either can't afford or they don't want to sign up for something that draws off their card every month for, you know, 15, 20 bucks.
3: Yeah, you know, what do you guys think? No, you're right because, like, a lot of these times now, you s- sign up for a subscription, uh, like it re- automatically renews, and you could like forget about it. That's why I think some people have issues with it because they have so many subscriptions that they're afraid they're going to lose track of it, and then they're going to have like automatic payments coming out that they're like, "Oh, I forgot I had that." I'm like, sh- they should get rid of that.
2: Guess what, though.
3: What? You don't
2: have to sign up for this.
3: No, that's what I mean. You don't have to. And the thing is, if you're going to buy, let's say, two, maybe three games, then it is well worth it.
2: Assuming you get to play those games with the game, this pass, without having to buy. I, I could see, I mean, Tyler, you said there is... I guess we'll find out for sure in a week and a half, but there, I bet you there'll be an EA access like option. And then the EA like premier like option or whatever the heck it's called though. The PC one. Yep, um, I agree hundred percent. So the mm-hmm. e, like you can get it where you can, you save a little bit of money on like everything you buy Ubisoft wise. If you're not mm-hmm. interested in playing everything, but you, you know, you pay like 20 or 30 bucks for the year and you get, you know, you can get two games for $10 off and that, I mean, it basically makes your whole, what's the point if that's the case but whatever we'll pretend the math works um i but i can see them having a pass where you get to play every game in the ubisoft library without having to pay which means you guys can finally enjoy the most amazing game of all time steep
1: oh yes (laughs) yes well i can enjoy that now that's true that's true you could you could do it now yes um (laughs) so uh, no, I have no problem with this. Because, Stephen, you're absolutely right. It, you don't have to buy it. And as long as that remains the case, where you don't have to buy this to play these games, awesome. I, I love that it's an option for people. Because for some people, like us, by the way, this is an, a great option. The people who buy one or two games a year, and one of them might be Assassin's Creed, this is not a good option for. And if it ever became something where this is the only way you can get it, then yeah, I'm going to say that's a problem. But I think we're a long way from that. And I think the people that are really concerned about that are just, I don't know, I think it's outrage for the sake of outrage again. And it's not really thinking about uh, how these businesses run. They try to get as many revenue streams as they can, not limit it to one thing and say, this is how you have to do it. That's just me. Anything else,
3: guys, on that? No. Like, if it helps somebody save a little bit of money, then what? nothing wrong with it.
1: Yeah, I agree. 100%. All right. Let's move into our Xbox, or, er, yeah, E3 preview for the week, which is Xbox this week. Little doubt that this is kind of the big one this year. All eyes are on them. They They've got such a great opportunity to deliver and steal the show in every single way. And make people just really excited for what the future of Xbox looks like. Phil Spencer tweeted out today that they finished the rehearsal in Redmond in Seattle for the, the briefing. And that they are going to talk about 14 Xbox Studios games. First party games. Now let's do the math real quick because we know Halo Infinite's won. We know Gears 5 is one, We know Ori's won. Uh, we know probably Sea of Thieves is going to get mentioned talking about new content. I would guess we'll see some some combination of State of Decay, Crackdown 3, you know, uh, maybe Forza. But at worst, that still leaves eight games that we've never
3: heard of before. before. Uh, excuse me. Sorry.
1: And I think, Graham, that's probably one of them, right? Yes. Has to be. But even if that's true, that leaves seven that we've never heard of before.
3: Yeah. Well, like, what do you think? Well, they announced all these studios that they've purchased and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a lot of them going to be content from these new new companies that are making these games. Uh, Like Obsidian. I'm very curious to see what Obsidian is working on. And like I said, this... Is... I don't think they're working on anything right
1: now, Graham. I think they're trying to finish Outer Worlds. Yeah. But... get that ready. Yeah. So was... I've kind of taken them off the table, to be I'm honest with you. i them off the table. Well, Ninja, I think Ninja Theory, for sure, we're going to see something.
3: Okay. So, yeah, like there's a lot of those studios where we haven't seen what they're working on. And that's kind of why I kind of don't want to read the leak. Uh, Microsoft briefing, because mm. I want to be... Don't what's coming from these studios. Graham,
1: Graham, I'm starting to think that that was leaked, quote unquote, intentionally. To throw people off? You think it's fake? I do. I do. I think there's just enough true stuff in there. Like, okay, so there's one big one in there that everybody's speculating on already. And I think that is there to throw people off. That's my opinion. The more I hear like today's tweet, like all that other stuff, this stuff, I I don't remember being in there. And I'm telling you, I think that was leaked to throw people off a little bit. Cool. They're smart. They know the game at this point. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? I would. Wouldn't you leak a fake one? I would. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just trying to talk myself into being surprised. (laughs) I don't know. Probably that one. It's probably, but would you really? Like, it would be smart on their part to leak a fake one, throw everybody off the scent a little bit,
3: and and blame Walmart Canada for it.
1: Yes. Well, no. No, Walmart Canada has yet to strike this year. You blame Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Walmart because Walmart didn't do it. It was in Canada that it happened, Graham. Canada. So not Walmart. hmm. All right. But anyway, can Graham continue? Like, what? Oh, so let me put it this way: like, outside, let's not talk developers in in particular. Let's talk what type of games you want to see. Do you want pew pew games and and room room games and maybe no. a room pew yes. game? Uh, the Xbox is my bro
2: shooter <laughs> console. They should <laughs> never make anything else. Just bro shooters. But,
1: but Steven, how about how about a room pew game?
2: How about a racing bro shooter? Yes. That's yep.
1: funny. The only thing I, that's the dream that is the dream so wait yeah a racing game where you shoot out the one and on, then when you shift correctly you're like hell yeah you know
3: different wording obviously yes. but
2: yes <laughs> muscled guy yep um
3: so unlike you two this is not my dream <laughs> my dream is a nice single player experience Not because I don't want to play with nobody else and I'm that, well, yeah, maybe that's the reason. But no, I enjoy single player games where I go at my own leisure, do what I want and enjoy it. I don't have to wait for, well, I'll say, (laughs) I'll say, me wait, they be waiting for me. And they'll be, like, dragging me into the next screen because I'll be busy trying to kill everyone and every enemy in the screen.
1: I know. He's like, he's, he's like there's so an enemy, like, 100 feet away. The worst person to play. He has to die. <laughs> the worst person to play games with is Graham. No, it's that's not so true. so bad. <laughs> no, that's not true. But on missions that are timed, like Destiny 2 yeah. Strikes, Graham is Ugh. the worst to play with because Graham, like, wants to kill every last thing. i get it but that's not i'm trying to cleanse the play try to look at
2: every single damn pixel that exists
1: in the level and you're just like so (laughs) so graham what if the eight games they announce are forza 8 through 15
3: (laughs) i'm like well i'm disappointed i i think we we might just
1: get up and leave at that i'm
3: like well at least i got them for free through game pass oh (laughs) my god
1: No, there is no no new Forza game this year, and that's kind of refreshing. There is, however, a new Need for Speed, which I could go on about for five minutes, why that's really stupid. Why, you're definitely going to be buying it day one? No. Day in day? No, I won't even play the trial, most likely. Bull. They need to take time off and seriously reboot this game, and by reboot, I mean make, like, Hot Pursuit again and stuff like that.
2: No, just remaster Need for Speed Most Wanted, the original. Yes, I'm
1: fine with that. I'm good. I I would rather just have a remaster of Most Wanted than whatever stupid stuff they make now.
3: Well, and you're naming these games and stuff like that, and we know Need for Speed is not on this list because apparently the game's not good enough to be shown at E3. Well, they just said it's not ready to be shown yet. It's also
1: an EA game, not an Xbox game. Right, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but EA, is, EA so is not having it at EA Play because it's not ready to shown yet because it sucks. Get back to Xbox here, since Fine. you know we're previewing it. i um, <laughs> well, I do here. think I do think EA will show up on the Xbox stage. But yeah, okay,
2: maybe, yeah, maybe Star Wars,
3: probably actually. Yeah, yes. Graham, were you done? Uh, no, I wasn't done. Okay, go go ahead. So, like I said, uh, I like to see some first player uh, adventure type games. And I think that how the success of God of War is like mm-hmm. kind of showed people the way of okay, people are really still enjoying these games, and it can be very successful. So, like, I don't want them to like copy God of War because obviously God of War is his own entity. But I would like to see mm-hmm. a, a game like that. Um, they could make Fable Four like that, and I'm hoping. For a Fable Four reveal. It's been teased like forever and it's gonna rumored happen man. and I'd be speculated. so shocked. So I'm So
1: shocked if that doesn't happen.
3: Yeah, so that's the biggest one of the bigger ones that I'm looking just to see what it is and what it's gonna mm. have to offer. Uh because we know nothing about it. We don't even know if it's coming. We just really think Oh, it's it's coming. Okay Tyler says it's coming
1: like, so it's coming. Playground games got a second team to make that game it's coming so yeah let me see it um graham you know what i think they should do for the adventure game because you can't try to make a game like god of war because then it's just going to get compared to god of war and it's going to lose yeah no exactly every time
2: yeah you're right tried already with rise of rome at the very beginning of the console
1: yeah oh and that's so
2: bad yeah
1: that was but like it looked beautiful but it was so bad but um Graham, is there a franchise that just finished a trilogy that fits into that genre that the developer is not gonna make any more of and they could buy the rights to?
3: Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what you're thinking. Give me uh, help me out here.
1: It's one of your absolute favorites. You just defended it about fifteen minutes ago. Oh. Um, Shadow of the Dumb Raider.
3: Yeah well that's who like the the avengers are, no gonna be bids-
1: square enix is done with it it's true they made the, they made their trilogy and they're done no but They've i mean said that.
3: they're gonna be they're gonna move on to the
1: avengers franchise right that's- right but i'm saying but i'm saying that's why the tomb raider franchise is out there yes, yeah. for Raiders xbox to below. step in and say
3: oh, yes oh you you think
1: so why not it's a recognizable franchise. It doesn't need to be exactly like God of War to be good. Just do something awesome with it.
3: That's very interesting. I don't think they'll do that right away. Like maybe a few years. In, I don't know.
1: And, and to, everybody, this is total speculation. might be. I have no, you know, no information. Well, I guarantee about
3: this, you Tomb Raider is not going away. There's, no, and that's why I'm no saying way.
1: they should be the ones to do this. That would be not the new Santa Monica studio. I want something new and original from them. That would be huge. But one of the others can take this, take that mantle and go. Because it's already the lore is already there. Yes. And Xbox kind of sucks at building lore in those types of games. They do. You know, they just cover it up with explosions and you know, guns. Kind of like Michael Bay. They're like the Michael Bay of video games.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I never um, thought who would carry the torch of Tomb Raider, but uh yeah. would, that's that's a very interesting point you brought up.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I would also like to see some just smaller RPGs. You know, stuff that um, maybe aren't 200-hour things but are still super fun, you know? Not not that I would want to play them, but I think it fills a massive void for the console. And just nothing that involves driving and steering or shooting, please. And when I, by the way, I heard the rumor of what the Ninja Theory game might be, and that scared the hell out of me. I oh. Uh-oh. There's a rumor that it's a sci-fi shooter. Just saying. Oh. I'd
2: only be okay with it if it was like a Mass Effect game.
1: Yes. Yeah, if it's like that, I'm fine. Because that has a lot of RPG elements and it's very different. Um, But no, please don't. Have you learned nothing. Like, we're... <laughs> I don't want this to turn into something where we're just going to get, like, you know, more Halos and Gears. <laughs> because... There's more studios.
2: This is a make-or-break year for me for what we what I'm gonna do next.
1: Yeah, um, I mean it's... next console gen. Steven, the, the thing is, I think at the end of the day, like we are joking right now, kind of, but at the end of the day, they know better. Do they though? And they no, they do. Mm, okay. Like they, I we'll mean, see. you know, I'll tell you what they need. If, if I... the bottom line is, they got their ass handed to them this generation. They did. In every way. In sales, in games, in everything. And they have taken a step back and learned from that. And, and I and I I believe that because they haven't rushed to get games out right now. They're taking the time to do it right. Like PlayStation did. Right. Because once the second half of this gen showed up and they started releasing Horizon and Uncharted and God of War and Spider-Man. Those games all kicked ass and they were really good. All of them. So if Xbox is taking that same approach and they can deliver even 80% of that, I'm awesome. I'm super happy with that. All right. I know you're not as confident. No, but I'll tell you what they need to do. Yes, please. I'm tired of talking. Go ahead. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny. Graham, Graham previewed Xbox, even though (laughs) Xbox is the Tyler, the Tyler thing supposedly, or it kind of seems like that. No. Um, so what, what Xbox needs to do is they need they need a Fable game, or they need to reboot it, and it needs to be good uh, and fun. They need a, a new, like, JRPG. Give me Lost Odyssey 2 or something really like that. Like, they need something like that. They need an open-world RPG like Horizon Zero Dawn, but its own thing. Um, it doesn't need to be robot dinosaurs uh looked very promising to me i know tyler and graham and everybody at least the first trailer i i did miss the second one it so just wasn't for it. me that's what it was and but I, it looked great to me and i liked the idea and it fortunately got tabled and everything and both sides failed and that sucked i was very unhappy about mm. that um because that looked good but something like that you know new idea you know make a game mm. it'd be fun and God, I swear if there's more shooters, I'm gonna be I'm done. I'm done. If there's one shooter coming out <laughs> from E3 <three, laughs> other shooter. than Halo and Gears, I'm done. I'll quit. I, I'll, quit. Get, I'll quit on the I spot. I spot. The so Pirates Pir- send to me.
1: <laughs> we just got a question in in chat. The first what we think the first initiative game might be. And the initiative is the the Santa Monica studio. The one they built from the ground up. They stole talent from Rockstar and from a bunch of other big studios like from I think the God of War team other other people so they've got super good talent there
3: well hopefully they uh,
1: use it then would you rather see something more Rockstar or more God of War like
3: God of War for me Rockstar
1: Rockstar for me God if they could deliver anything close to a rock, true Rockstar experience and have would be console exclusive that's a game changer yeah,
2: but at, also these games, there can be a couple that are like short indie games. There need to be massive AAA games announced here. If I see yes. like the little indie length titles, like I love Ori. No. Don't get me wrong. It's one of my favorite games of the generation. Same with like Limbo and Inside and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like those are fine. But if it's all stuff like that, I, I, again, I'll be done. because you know, I
1: just You know why you love them? Because you already have the console. Yeah. Like, it's not a console seller. You're yep. not going to buy the console for that game. Yep. I totally am with you. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah. So, you need, tri- they need to be A length and production valued type games.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: spawn some awesome. And I don't know what it's, hard- I mean, like Fable and like some RPG open world action games, stuff like that. Uh, that'll be good. You know, if you come at me with the indies or the bro shooters or the racers, I I'm done with Xbox. I don't think it's you know going to happen. I it's to be not. Negative, but
1: what the other thing I don't want is is fighting games. No, no. Nope. Because fighting games, I'm sorry to fire fans of fighters out there. Fighting games don't sell consoles either. I feel like fighting games are a very niche audience. The the niche there. they love
2: them, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a yeah. huge audience. Now, also. Yeah. Like, one of my questions, I was thinking about this the other day, right? Uh, actually, right after the mm. Death Stranding trailer came out, and I watched it. I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? Like, Death Xbox could never have something like this. At least not where they're at now. Yeah. Like you can't. I cannot imagine Death Stranding being an Xbox game.
1: So let me ask you this question. And this is for both of you guys. Has, you know, we've made fun of Death Stranding because nobody knows what the hell it is and blah, blah, blah. But... There's no doubt that game is gonna be massively successful. Like out of the gate. And it's probably gonna get at, at minimum a nine five range from the from the big boys, you know. But has Xbox ever had a game that generated as much like fan interest and intrigue? Nope. As that. No. Nope. Graham, can you think of one?
3: Uh no not really. Nothing's come to mind. I can't.
1: Like they just don't do anything that creative. They they really don't. Xbox is very Michael Bay like. With its games. It's you know, it's it's like Michael Bay and Fast and the Furious. Very much. Nothing against those, but they're not exactly thought-provoking, you know, influential <laughs> films.
2: Yeah, and you can get
1: the same type
2: of experience on other platforms.
1: Not yeah, exactly. Like, like, you can get Wolfenstein's you know,
2: cross Doom, yeah. and arguably those are two of the best shooters. I didn't like either of them yeah. that much, but
1: Doom's one of the best shooters ever. Doom, I think, yeah, Doom I think's fantastic. Um, and that's one, available but, on
2: even on mm-hmm. the Switch. Like, and then there's racing games. I mean, yeah. you could argue Gran is not as good as Forza. I'd argue that, but the experience is still there, but there's things on PlayStation you yeah. can't get anywhere else.
1: Right. And I think forts is the flag bearer nowadays, but you can't, that can't be your 10 pull game. It just can't. So, and right now it is unfortunately. And you know, halo's had a four year break, probably five by the time it's all said and done. And you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm at the point now. I think the only way, Xbox has a shot to win next generation is if they put the new console out this year. Because PlayStation is going to dominate the conversation through the holidays because of Death Stranding now. And that's going to keep the momentum up. in the next year, when they're going to release Last of Us 2, I'm going to predict that now in the spring. Steven, I know you're with me on that. You actually said it first. Yes. So I'll give you credit for that. And that's going to keep the momentum going. And then if they say true to their word, and they release Ghost of Tsushima in the fall. Like they're going to have all the momentum going into the new consoles launching. And you can talk about teraflops all day long, but it's about games. So yeah, I think, I think their best shot is to put the damn thing out this year. If they can, I still think there's a chance that might happen. I think it's unlikely. I think it's like a 10% chance.
3: Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to see some surprises and some wow moments where it's like I had no idea that was coming or I had no idea they would do that.
1: Hmm. And I I hate it because I've talked myself now, Stephen, into being where you are, where I'm a little concerned.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I hope their briefing's good.
1: I'm not going to say I. It will be. I. It will be.
2: Wow. <sighs> all right
1: no it will last year's was good too right right this is a
2: make or break year like to me you need to get momentum going you need to show games because the games you show now are going to be the games probably coming in the next year or at at the very latest like at the earliest Mm. part of 2020 and assuming that's when the new consoles come out you need games that are going to sell your system so you need games that are different you need a game that you can experience on PlayStation or the Switch or whatever. You need like a Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild type game.
1: Yep. I agree. What do you guys think, Xbox, what's the one thing they could do where you would walk away saying they really blew it? Um, blew it out of the water or are they screwed up really badly? No, they screwed up. They blew it. Like they had a great opportunity and they let it go.
3: Well, basically, there's no Sony to compete with. So if they don't like come out with basically, if these, like you guys are saying, everything is either a racer or a shooter or just like a small title, nothing like big and blown away, except Mm -hmm. for Gears 5. Like we know that's coming for sure. And if they don't like announce like Fable 4, and if they just like rehash, oh, Sea of Thieves, and then. Oh, this is coming from state of decay. It's like, okay, no, you said you're gonna have all these, and you can't just choose these, these ones that are already. Yeah, you
1: know some of these are gonna be old. Like it, Sea of Thieves is gonna be there. That's one of the fourteen. Like, there's no doubt.
3: I know, but that can't be all they have. They have to have.
1: Well, it's not because they don't have be that many exclusives.
3: Than three minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah. They don't have. They don't have fourteen exclusives in the last three years, Graham, or even five. Yeah. So there's no way they can do that. They'd have to show they'd have to show off like stuff from Rise and Sunset Overdrive. <laughs>
3: yeah. So I, but... I don't know like and if these aren't coming out for like a while and like all these new studios are just showing like little like uh diaries so you can't actually see the like, gameplay or you, um... the, or something comes up like this is not re- representative of actual gameplay or something like that. Like we need some concrete stuff. Of good games. Okay. That is what we need. Well, what if we see it what if we see a
1: dev diary from the initiative? I'm okay with that. Yes. That's the brand new ground up studio. That they literally just opened last year. Like I'm okay with that. Yeah. But it can't you're right, it can't all be that. Like there's gotta be gameplay. Yeah. So for me, I'll answer the question real quick and I'll turn it over to Steven. Um for me it's an absolute disaster if, if it's like 20 minutes combined of Xcloud and the new Halo series on Showtime. If this if you do that. If you do that, Xbox. Even better be even, listening. I, even I cannot defend you. And I've been accused by many a person of being an X-Bot. I'm not, but, you know. Yes. I've been accused. Oh, please. I took Xbox to task hard and all. Oh, any of you guys. Sure you did. Year. No, you um, didn't. So said did.
2: Uh, no, you didn't because you didn't get the message that I got. That's because I use a different tone. Than oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the sword, anyway. But
1: no, I, I. OK, so it doesn't matter who's been the toughest. I've been hard on them too this year. Or and from mid 2018 till now. Because they don't have any games. Like Crackdown 3 isn't gonna do it. Sorry, it's not. Nope. So I, I hope this is good.
2: Don't I know some of you are listening probably like Stephen hates Xbox and I don't. Um I despise them. No, it's the console I turn on every day. It's the one I like. Yes. I spend the most time with. I've spent more I time with the Xbox than PlayStation, PC, and Switch combined. All right, I want this to be good. I just have yep. like no faith at this point. I have like okay, I have a glimmer of faith. If this, if they do anything in this, in this press conference that is not gaming related, they failed. If there's anything about the TV show, anything about XCloud, Ugh. they failed. It should all be about games. The, you agree, only right? exception, like, yeah, the only exception is the new console tease, which we assume we're going to get at the oh, end. Yeah,
1: or yeah hardware's out... fine. Show off the new console. And here's the thing. Like, if they show that thing off early, I'm going to be so excited, guys. Because I'm going to think that my, my bizarro prediction might be true. Yes. If they don't show it early and they show it at the end, then you know it's a year and a half away. Yep. I mean, that's just reality. Yep 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 but uh but god it, please don't show the halo thing the show and please don't spend a lot of time on XCloud. nobody cares right now save that for the inside xbox things that's where that should be shown um guys anything else on xbox by the way we're all really excited to go to the xbox briefing oh <laughs> you can't tell super excited yes but no I-, I legitimately am like that's what I'm most excited to do at E3 right now.
2: Yes, I am as well, because I think it could be either one of the best things ever, but it also Ooh. will be the, it could, it, it is both the potential to make me the most excited and the most
1: disappointed Yeah, more than anything it, it else. It has, do you agree? It has the potential to, to be something we'll never forget. Yes. And I, I, I agree with that. I, I think this could be really, really special. Mm-hmm. You know, and they say it's going to be bigger than ever, the best one ever, but they say that every year. It is the longest well, ever, though. It is supposed it's to be the like longest one hours ever. hours or something. And that, you know, because, Steven, you're going to get the whole first episode of the Halo show type show.
3: I will leave. I will walk out.
2: <laughs> Graham's roommates
3: so. are watching the
1: sports <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: sorry about that. I apologize. The Raptors. Graham's, re- Graham's
1: roommates true. are excited about the Halo TV show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're sorry.
3: listening live. They are listening live. <laughs>
2: Graham is, Graham is in the are best- the
3: Raptors playing tonight, Graham? Yes, the Raptors are playing. Ah. And they seem to be doing well. Yes, yeah,
2: I've heard of quite a they, they
3: put the ball
1: in the round thing. Hey, Graham, go tell them to shut up
2: and then wait until yeah. are done.
1: Yeah, Graham, between my phone calls and your roommates, yeah. like, God, we sound unprofessional.
3: So unprofessional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. We're already on track to have one of the longest shows we've ever had. So let's wrap the Xbox discussion here. And we'll go ahead and uh, wrap up news and move into releases.
3: Now in we're
1: going to go right back to Xbox. How about that?
3: <laughs> Why so, not?
1: Yeah, you can get Time Spinner on the fourth, Moto GP on the sixth of June, and Party Golf on the seventh. Um, that game doesn't like I clicked on it because I have the word golf in it. Not looking so great, but hopefully somebody likes it and you have a good time. Games of Gold, Steven, I was dumb and didn't update, so you go ahead and do PlayStation. I'll come back and do Games of Gold for Xbox for June. Well, I know one of them's Chell.
2: Stupid yes, game. it is. Um, the other one, they're all, they're not very good in my opinion. But all right, we'll go to PlayStation. All right, so on the fourth, <laughs> you can get Warhammer Chaos Bane and Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere Elsewhere expansion. Um, I hope I didn't butcher that too bad. And then on the 6th, you can get MotoGP19. Uh, PS Plus games, Last Chance at What Remains at Edith Finch and Overcooked. I know the new PS Plus games are out, so I will update my list as well. I I think they're out.
3: Yes, but Graham, Nintendo. Yes, for Nintendo, uh, on June the 4th, you can get Time Spinner. And then on the 6th, you can get Word Wheel by... POWGI or Powgi or something like that. And finally, on June the 7th, you can get Warlocks 2 Godslayers. Yeah. Just because it sounds cool, I've chose it.
2: So real quick, you um for PS Plus, you do you can get the games I mentioned up until the 4th. Uh but after the 4th, Sonic Mania and the and Borderlands the Handsome Collection will be the new games. So there you go.
1: Okay, and for Xbox, yes, you can get EA Sports NHL nineteen for free the entire month of June. And on the through backwards compatibility, you can get Portal still alive through the 15th.
2: It's the only good game on Games of Gold.
1: Yeah, like I don't know. A lot of people are getting really upset about the Games of Gold and PS Plus games. Do you
2: guys think that's fair? No, PS Plus has been good recently. Games of Gold it has really not has. been, but I think no, Games with Gold hasn't been because they're trying to push people to Game Pass. Yep, and
1: that, and I don't blame them for that. No, and Game
2: Pass has been really good, so I can
3: um, say it, Steven Say it.
2: Absolve them of their crimes yes. against. End of my the day, you're getting nature. free games. No, you're not. You're paying sixty dollars for gold, and there's games that are included with that. Right,
1: but that it's, wasn't always a thing.
2: It's included in your subscription. It has been for a long time. It counts. At this point, you you don't get the the it doesn't it, it's you know it's free it's not, you pay for gold you get the games you don't you don't.
1: Okay. I mean I guess, but I think that makes people feel entitled to really good stuff for free. So just saying. All right, that's it for releases. So, Stephen, uh, before we actually give away some free stuff because we're going to do that. Um. How about we talk about questions? Man, man. Yeah, we have time for like one. <laughs> no, nah, we can do a few. We're good. All right.
2: Uh Xbox Toss says, in light of Death Stranding release date trailer this week, do you feel like you have seen enough gameplay to justify a pre-order?
3: Oh, uh, I would say yes. I don't think you're gonna see much more gameplay than this. Oh, I but... doubt that.
2: Oh I highly doubt yeah, it. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. There'll be like three more trailers before release, Graham. Mm. But yes, I have seen enough to justify a pre order.
1: I have to. Uh, based on not only what we saw in this one, and but Kojima's reputation. At this point, you know if you like Kojima games or not. You know, you just do, uh, if you've ever played them. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like this is going to be a dramatic departure from what he's always done in terms of gameplay combat, stuff like that. Well, it's right. not
2: going to be a stealth game, so it is a no. dramatic departure from that. Um, From that, Graham yes. hates Kojima. He said it. He told me. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs>
3: but what I said about we—you're not going to see any more. I mean, like more, like varieties of what it showed. Like basically, we've seen mm. all the different types of gameplay now. That's yeah,
1: what I, I mean, I guess. Like, the but I think I think, I think we'll that. get a deep dive state of play in August, September-ish. That shows us a lot of gameplay, like extended gameplay clips. You know, ten minutes long. That type of thing. Yeah. That, yeah, it's just my feeling, but could be wrong.
3: All right.
2: All right, next up. The Spawn asks, would you guys like to see a Metroid Prime trilogy for the Switch, and would you buy it? Hell yes or
3: no. yeah. I want that so bad. I end up buying it for, I think, the Wii U, just to find out that you had still use the Nunchuck and the, whatever the other thing is called. And I was so disappointed. I tried it, but I'm like, not really feeling this. I kind of want to play with a controller. I want a Metroid Prime trilogy so bad. Day one. And I would be so excited if the United States had E3. And I think a lot of people will be. Oh, no?
2: I have never played a Metroid Prime game. Um, I've seen a couple people play them. So... Uh,
3: I. I played the first one on GameCube, and I was blown away of how big of a game it was. I never finished it, but I was – like, you could, like, fly to other planets and explore other worlds. I'm like, wow. Like, that was, like, the biggest game I ever played at the time.
2: Yeah, actually – well, so I did play a demo for a Metroid game on the DS, like, the the original DS, when it was, like, one of the first uh, – the oh, yeah. first DS's. Um, and I didn't understand how to like. I, I rolled around as uh, Samus, and I—that's all I could do. And like, I didn't understand that you had to use the stylus to like aim. I was like, why can't I like? How do you aim like the you know? Yeah. It doesn't explain anything in the demo, which is silly. Um, I don't know if the game. Um, what was the Metroid game? Was it a Metroid Prime game, or was it just straight Metroid game on the, like. The oh shoot! A Link to the Past, whatever system that came out, the NES, SNES, I don't know.
3: A Link to the Past, Super Nintendo.
2: So what was the Metroid game? Was it just Metroid, or was that? A yeah, Metroid it was Prime? just
3: Metroid. It was the Metroid Prime. Oh, okay.
2: Because I've seen, I've seen speedruns that they've literally combined uh, Metroid and A Link to the Past into one, and you get items for. Both games in both games, so you can get Metroid items in Zelda and Zelda. But you can't (laughs) use them in the but you can only use them in the SNES. But it's been it's it's a run. And like it's super fun to watch because you know they it switches back and forth. It's really interesting. Um but yeah, I've never played a Metroid Prime game, so I would I buy it, maybe. I don't know. It it'd have to look cool.
3: It Uh, does. It looks cool. It's got like puzzle elements to it, Steven. I think you would like it. I hate puzzles.
2: No, I'm kidding. I love doing puzzles. Um, puzzles right. and games are the coolest.
1: Okay. Well, you are you Tyler? I already answered. I said yes and no. Oh. Yes, I hope it happens because I know that would make a lot of people happy, but no, I doubt I'd get it.
2: Because you don't buy games on the Switch because you don't even know where your power cord is? Correct.
3: Well, he knows where it is. It's at GameStop
1: or, yeah, game or well, it's somewhere <laughs> Yeah, right. i'm gonna go into gamestop and then i'm gonna ask for it to be free and then when they say no i'm gonna do the thing that the guy did with fall 76 <laughs> <laughs> push over the. yeah i'm gonna tip over everything <laughs> and leave all right
2: last question oh uh, yeah all right shadow x says if you could only cover one game at e3 that you know has been announced what game would it be and what mm. games do you think will be revealed? We'll get into that next week, that second part. Yeah. We'll save that question for next week. So we'll just answer the first one. Mmm. Okay, Steven,
1: I That's know what easy. your answer is gonna be, I think.
3: Um and there's so many to choose from.
1: There are. Oh, okay, so I'm just gonna say Dying Light 2 for me. Ooh. I'm gonna go next because
2: I don't want Graham to steal it, the thief. Mm-hmm. Uh Cyberpunk.
3: Ugh. You two picked the two that I would have picked. Um, Really, Graham? You're you're that big into Dying Light. Yeah, when I watched the trailer, I was really, really into it.
1: That makes me happy, because now I feel like you're going to (laughs) play. Ah,
3: Graham. Uh, put (laughs) me on the spot. Uh, I'm going to go with Dragon Quest Builders 2. Really?
1: Really? Okay that be the I mean you could really, you could double up on one of ours, it's okay.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Yeah.
1: And that's fair. I mean it, it is it's likely to be the game of the show again this year. Yeah. I don't see it not
3: being that. Yeah, no. So it'll be two years Grant, to steal my answer. Once I see. saw how amazing The Witcher 3 was, I was all in on CD Projekt Red. Mm-hmm. All in. CD Projekt. Yes, Project Red.
1: So, yeah. And they've got events at uh, Coliseum this year, too, during E3. So it'll be really interesting to see what they say. And I we won't be able to see them live, most likely, but we'll be able to go watch them on demand afterward, like on YouTube or whatever. And I, I look forward to seeing kind of uh, their thoughts and deep diving into that game as much as we can. And Steven will get a chance to hear quite a bit about it. Yeah, I'm not telling anyone. I'm keeping it all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all just kidding. Right. I'll tell everyone as soon as I'm able to. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, that that does it for questions, everybody. Sorry we didn't do this for this week, but we run a little long in the episode here. Uh, and just by sending you questions every week, you're entered to win our monthly giveaway. Um, and Steven's going to do that right now. We're going to have, what, two of them? Yes.
2: Okay. We have two winners. First
1: up is Josh Webb. Uh,
2: congrats to you. Send us a message and claim your prize. Second mm-hmm. winner is Despawn. So both of you, yeah, just send us a message. Send one of us. Uh, Tyler is the one that, that has all the codes. so mm-hmm. send one to him. But if not, if you think sending one to me because you want to talk to me, that's cool too, um, and I'll hook you <laughs> up. Uh, so send a message to one of us and claim your prize. All
1: right. So, yeah, thanks to everybody. And uh, for the monthly giveaways, if you're a winner, you have to reach out to us uh, to claim that. So, appreciate it. Oh, something happened to <laughs> they They, they might have won. They might have won. I'm guessing the ball went in the round thing again. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. <laughs> that does it for episode number 161. Our last one before E3. So, next time you join us, we'll be in Los Angeles. Crazy. All, yeah, sitting next to each other, Graham. We'll be addicted to In-N-Out by then. We'll probably be addicted to ketchup chips. I don't... I can't even imagine what... Yeah. I, like,
3: do they just taste like ketchup, Graham? Are you guys just going to hate on them just because it's, like, something different? Yes, and and exactly. it's from... No. And it's from Canada? I, I No, like, do, yes, they, do they
1: legit do they legit just taste like ketchup
3: yeah they're like
1: ketchup flavored chips so if i just squeeze ketchup into my mouth that would be the same
3: effect wow that's a little more overbearing i would say
1: okay all right so i I look forward to trying them though i do because they're not available in the states just in canada
3: maybe i'll research some other stuff that's only in canada and that like kd (laughs) craft dinner yeah, I bought a case of it the other day, so I got lots I like can bring. You bought a case of Kraft Dinner? Oh my
2: yeah, God. it's it, so it,
3: gross. It was a good deal.
2: Some okay, orange cheese, ugh,
1: <laughs> processed <laughs> garbage. So, all right. Uh, again, that does it for episode one sixty one. Sorry for the divert. You know, getting off track there. We've done that a couple times tonight, but we uh, we thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week from. E3 in Los Angeles, and to start our E3 coverage for uh, basically a week straight. And we uh, look forward to doing that. It's a highlight of the year every single year for us, and can't wait. It's also, by the way, the three year anniversary of the show next week, so we're really excited about that, too. And uh, it's kind of a chance to celebrate E3 and the anniversary all at once, so we're excited to do that. All right, for Graham and Stephen I. Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Everybody stay safe. Play some great games. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Be safe.